Welcome to Off the Record, man. The fellows are coming at you today. We are 50 episodes deep into the podcast, technically 51 episodes deep. So shout out to my co-hosts, Brandon, Quan, and Mike for going on this this crazy journey with me so far. As always, the show is powered by Crossover. We wanted to jump in and just do an episode on what it's been like for us putting Off the Record together and just joining the podcast community, man. So I'm open the floor to everybody, man. What's it been like for y'all these last 50 plus episodes? 50 episodes. Like, clearly we having so much fun that we kind of skipped over number 50. Didn't realize we had hit 50 until we surpassed 50. So, yeah, man, 50. Like, shit. Did y'all think that we would reach 50 when we first started this? Man, first and foremost, happy 50th, fellas. Appreciate everything. And just like. You know, Alex said, man, it's been a ride. It's been a voyage, a journey, and we're still on it. We're still doing it, man. And we've been actually putting our head down and just been working and just been moving and 51 episodes in. So it just goes to show you that you continue to put your head down, just keep working. I knew we, as long as we could be consistent, we would have something. And we just kept moving, you know, we'd be able to, to do something good from the podcasting standpoint and, and show some people some things. Like I said, man, it's been great. Great journey, man. We just keep it moving. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't have a number in my head for off the record. I didn't know how long this thing was going to go. I guess I figured it would just go until the wheels fell off, like anything that we've always done. So it's crazy we've gotten to 50 episodes. There's certainly been times throughout our 50 episodes we almost didn't get here. Like anything else, things can derail the process. Mm-hmm. But we made it this far. I'm sure that there were people who started listening to us in the beginning that might have thought, or when we started telling people we were going to do a podcast together, I'm sure there were people that were like, give it a month or two and these dudes won't, they probably won't be doing this anymore. But, yeah. you know, here we are. Man, it still still feels brand new to me. It hasn't even been a year yet. And that is crazy. It still feels brand new. But at the same time, it does kind of feel like we've been doing this for a long time. But I guess it just depends on the day, really. First of all, I mean, from my standpoint, thank you to everyone who took their time out to to give us a spin. You know, I've definitely been out there trying to push as many other dope podcasts as well. Um, being in the podcast community has, has been definitely been an experience for me. Before doing this, I was on social media, but uh, I was weaning myself off of it. And now, you know, to have to get back on for podcasting to promoting, something I could I could still get better at. But it's been a ride, man. It's been a ride, but hey, we we kind of always do, man. It, throughout the years, we we would always have these type of conversations, even you know, without microphones, man, without recording this stuff. And we always used to say, man, we gotta put this stuff on wet. So it's been a ride, man. Yeah, I agree with y'all. When we started, I didn't really have a number either, but I, I I'm pretty sure people probably felt the way that you explained, Alex, that you know, them dudes are doing for a, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and then that joint's going to be a wrap. But 50 episodes, or 51 to be exact, and to have done that with before we've reached the year mark, I mean, I think that's pretty dope. Like, I think we've done well. You can see the growth from <laughs> episode one to now. Like, I was listening to uh, one of our <laughs> one of our earlier episodes, and just even listening to how we introduced each other in the beginning of the show to now, it's just, like, way different, you know? And I think that's the <laughs> that's the cool part that we could go back and listen to some of the early stuff and listen to where we are now and see the growth from then to now is cool. I know we used to do like a I was laughing because, you know, Alex would kick off the show and he'd be like, <laughs> you know, welcome. Welcome to Off the Record. I'm joined by and then like one of us would hesitate. Yeah, he would point to one of us like. <laughs> and then it would be like, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, trying to make sure everybody got got their shine. <laughs> it'd be like, and <laughs> they point the corn, corn. 
<laughs> get your sign on. So, but look, I mean, it came it. a long way, man. Yeah, yeah. 50 episodes, and this you don't even think about it. You just continue just to, well, we just continue to do our best with just putting that content out, getting the inspiration from our experiences, things we see, things we go through, things that are funny, shit, things that, you know, <laughs> piss us off sometimes, things that, you know, are laughable, all type of experiences, interactions, as well as the podcast community. It's inspiring. As you see what I have on my shirt, grateful that's me. But as well, like I said, just for the podcast community, man, everybody that's been reaching out to us, blessing us, giving us the support. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. Like like I said earlier, we're just going to continue to keep pushing. 50th episodes, 5-0, the big 5-0. We dropped our first episode. We dropped the trailer November 5th, 2019. And the first episode was November 7th. Yeah, November 7th, 2019. So, I mean, look, man, what do you think? What makes the four of us work? Like, what do you think makes the four of our personalities work for this particular podcast? Um, I think a lot of it has to do with us just, we know each other. I mean, we've known each other over the years. I mean, we've been having these type of conversations. We spoke earlier, like there was times where we thought that we might not get this far. And we've already had those battles throughout the years. And I think the way those things kind of ended up before, we've just kind of grown up and we, we've learned. We've learned better how to how to just interact with each other as men. And, and we happen to be friends. We all bring different things to the table, all different as, you know, different aspects of life. We, we've kind of come up in the same area. So somewhat in a similar fashion, but four different lives, four different brothers. We just cool like that, I guess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Did you just quote Diggable Planets? I did, man. We just cool <laughs> like that. We just cool like that. I don't, I, I don't know how else to explain, Actually, man. You know what? They're from the area too. They're from Elegant Oh, yeah, State. yeah, true, true. So, you got to big them up. I think yeah, what you guys said, man, we make it work. And it's something to what we've had since we've been young. It's been the camaraderie. It's been the ups and downs. It's been the highs and lows. And, you know, we've continued to, to rock with each other strong from boys to men. I'm going to quote that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I, I mean, I think the piggyback off of what you just said, Quan, I, I think that kind of says it all. Like, we have literally watched each other grow from boys to men, and we know each other. <laughs> we we know each other so well, and we know each other's dirt. We know each other's shortcomings. We know each other's highlights. We know each other's low moments. We've been there for each other through all of that type stuff. And I think the consensus among the listeners is the chemistry that we have is what draws a lot of them to us. And that's built in. That came built in. And I think chemistry in the podcast community, when you have when you have a show that, that has multiple hosts, chemistry is very, very important. Very important. Uh, we already had that in the bag before we started. You know what I mean? Like, we know each other so well that I feel like we almost know what each other's going to say <laughs> when we when we speak it. So it's like, we know what each topic, what each other's thinking. So it's just it, that chemistry aspect, I feel like, is what makes us work under this platform for this show. Like, what feedback have y'all gotten just from listeners that you were surprised? positive negative feedback like what's something you heard from a listener that you were just like you didn't know that about yourself hey, look, I'm, I'm gonna be honest man when i see the comments i, I get kind of blown away to really see people inside the podcast community as well as you know starting to understand about podcasting and understand about the community and the people when they see i guess how well we mesh together when they see the topics that we bring when we see you know everybody's perspective all four of us perspectives and what we have actually to bring to the table and where we from and who we are man like it's an eye-opener I know for me, it's been an eye-opener. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that I guess catches me off guard is 
we behind doing the show, right? We obviously we recorded. So like some of the messages that I got today, people waiting for us to talk on a on a subject. You know, and here we are. We had this the episode that we actually dropped this week with uh, the Charlemagne and Joe Button situation. We've had that for a week or so. And, you know, I've seen numerous comments today uh, like, you know, finally, you know, what I mean, finally y'all dropped <laughs> it. Or I was waiting for y'all to speak on this and y'all killed it. So just the fact that people are waiting for us to speak on certain things, that's crazy to me. I didn't think about that aspect of it going into this. Negatively, there hasn't really been too much negative. I mean, you know, certain things that we touch on, people might come in and give their opinion or show what we didn't speak on. And one topic in particular, when we did the polyamory topic, well, I had one dude reach out. I guess he was reaching out and, you know, he was saying how we missed on this, we missed on that, or this is how it is. I've also had another podcaster who is, I guess, in that world, reach out and was like, you know, they were kind of disappointed on the lack of what we said, but that came from when we did the entanglement episode. And I guess Polly came up within that. And I had to make sure they knew as I posted them and sent them the episode that we did on Polly. Like, yo, that episode wasn't to be talking about Polly. You know what I mean? So those type of things, you know what I mean? But it was never negative. It's just like, I guess people trying to educate us on certain things that we talked about. But I felt like, just like I told the gentleman, the gentleman that inboxed us, like, hey, we started off that show by saying, we really don't know much about it. This is new to us. And we were reaching out to people that would like to come on to talk about it even more. So other than that, I would say everything's been positive. I know we got one, <laughs> one negative, one star rating on Apple Podcasts. I noticed that came when we started speaking out on George Floyd and those type of things like that. So that told me one of a couple of things. One, our reach is going way beyond where we think it's going. And two, we must be doing something right if they hating on us just because of what we're talking about. Yeah, man. I am still surprised to this day that uh, we get the support that we do. It's a pleasant surprise, though, to me, because when we started doing it, for me, it, it, you know, it, it was a hobby. It was something fun to do, but I'm always into doing stuff like that. Um, you know, in college, I created music. You know, I, I don't know. I just do different shit to make life interesting shit. But it was an opportunity for us to have a voice. And I, I saw that very, very early. But again, we haven't even been doing this for a year. And the type of, I don't know, the number of listeners, the number of people who are paying attention to what we're actually putting out, that's kind of the feedback that I've received. Always in the beginning, people say, well, you know, they'll make their comments here. But I would ask, I would solicit for constructive feedback and stuff like that. And, and people have given it. I mean, we've gotten better. I really haven't heard anything like negative, though. I figured shit will get real when we get more of those like one stars and people like speaking out. <laughs> Like, no, you can't listen to them. When we start getting those, I mean, we already started getting some some trolls on our live broadcast. Um, <laughs> so, yo, to me, the more that happens, the more it's like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, people are really paying attention. So that's what it's been for me. Yeah, man. As I said before, to actually see the voice actually go out, to actually see the support, the listeners having something to say, having something, you know what I mean, to discuss, talk about, to where you actually are providing some type of action. When it comes to a particular topic and what you got to say, man, it's something else. Yeah, but overall, yo, it's, it's a great ride, man. Keep pushing and everything, man. We still got a long way to go. We're learning every episode. All the so, hard work we put in and everything that we do, we continue to learn. And, and you know, we're grateful and we're, we're appreciative. So let me ask y'all something. What has, been, what has been the hardest part throughout these 50, 51 episodes 
and what has been the best part or the most rewarding or whatever Mm -hmm. the hardest part i guess the hardest part really doesn't start to kick in until like we start like getting busy then at that point it's just making sure you're juggling your time correctly uh i'm not the greatest at that (laughs) i I probably struggle at it a little bit more than other folks that would be the hardest part for me the most rewarding part for me is to know that we actually have a voice man i don't want to sound like an attention whore or nothing but the really the attention that people are giving our podcast and just knowing that the words that we say like you said my people were looking forward to us putting out an episode on a specific topic like people want to hear what we have to say and to me that's just to me it's still mind-blowing <laughs> you know it's rewarding at the same time. It really makes you think like, man, I one, I, I got to be careful, a little bit more careful of what I say up here. You want what you say to be impactful. So I would say that's the most rewarding for me. Yeah, man. The hard part for me was, and actually now it's just making sure that we provide positive content, uh, making sure that we just, the viewers and the listeners and more supporters that jump into the podcast community, just, you know, take us for a spin and take us for a ride and, you know, just get a chance to know us from a podcast perspective and from, you know, our personal perspective of four brothers. The insight and I think the essence and the energy that we all possess together, I know is so amazing. I just want other people to know. And at the same time, it's just like Brandon said, it's just been for a year. So, but something for me personally that I've always known since a young, just making that time and just making sure that, you know, being steadfast and just being patient, you know what I'm saying? That's the only hard part for me. But the rewarding part for me is seeing it come together from the start just to now and just where I, I envision it, where it can go, honestly, where I see it. And like I said, how it just came together. We started <laughs> the way we started our first episode to now. I mean, every episode we've gotten better. You know, there's some things that we can take out obviously into consideration or things that we can do better. And of course we're gonna do that. But we, you know, 50 episodes, man, we've came far. I'm sitting in the layer, drinking the apple crown, you know what I'm saying? Watching the, the game and it was cold, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to like, to now it's, like I said, man, it's an amazing ride. I love it. I- the hardest part for me is the expectation of quality, right? Like every episode that you do, there's an expectation you get better. And the more people that listen to you, there's an expectation of them that you get better also, right? So there's like millions of people trying to get into podcasts. And if you want to stand out, you've got to figure out a way to stand out, particularly if you're not a celebrity. So there's that expectation to produce a great show every single time. I feel like that's hard for me. There's a lot of expectation that comes with that for me. And then I think the most rewarding part is probably the camaraderie that for me has been reestablished with you three because I'd went dark. I'm not in any of the, the group threads with everybody anymore. I have, I jumped out of them years ago. We didn't talk that often. Like I went completely dark and kind of went and did my own thing. And this kind of brought me back into the fold to some degree, right? So I think there's a camaraderie that I'm appreciative of that OTR has kind of brought back into my life. So not to get too Aww. sentimental. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's my that's my, my, my dog. Look, dog, you don't even remember. Look, I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to hurt him right here. I'm about to hurt him, dog. Look, I'm gonna let you know, dog. You was the first one to put me on a super soakers, B. <laughs> <laughs> I know shout, that. shout out to my aunt Nita and Aunt Peachy, man. They bought. It's a true story, man. It was my brother's birthday, and they were buying him one, and they were like, they couldn't leave me out, so they bought me one too. So shout out to them back in the day from Super Soaker Fifties. But yeah, man, Kwame, you go way back, man. So this podcast has definitely brought that camaraderie back for me. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say the most rewarding part for me is it gave me a hobby. It gave me something to look forward to for myself that I hadn't had in years. 
and when we started this, you know, I remember saying to you, Alex, and Sammy, and you, Brandon, like, yeah, I haven't really had a hobby or something that I want to do for myself since me and you, Brandon, since we were coaching AAU basketball. You know what I mean? So it gave me that. From that, it's forged a lot of dope relationships with a lot of dope podcasters, some locally, some all over the world. And it's connected us to people that (laughs) otherwise, if we weren't doing this, we probably wouldn't have never spoke to a day in our lives. So uh, I think that's super dope that it's put us in front of that type of light that put us in that type of community. Um, I I was even shocked at how open and how welcoming the community was when we first started. One of my first concerns was, Oh shit. Like just like anything, when you starting something new, somebody gonna hate on it. You know what I mean? And it was a total opposite. <laughs> like people was welcoming, like, yo, this is what you do, or hey, you should connect with this person, or hey, I'm gonna retweet your stuff. And it was like, really? Like it kind of remind it kind of reminded me of like the first time I really went down to North Carolina to visit UConn and like we walking in the fucking Walmart and people was just randomly speaking. And I was like, huh? Hey, like, or people just randomly like I like your shirt, and I'm like Oh, okay. thank you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of it kind of put me in mind to that. So, yeah, that's the, the rewarding part for me. I guess the hardest part is I, I've kind of adopted that sense of, I guess, perfection that, that Alex has. I think he rubbed off on me a little bit once I got into this game. So I want us to put out quality, and I think we do. And every time I re-listen to an episode after we release it, I'm still amazed. I'm like, damn, that was actually a good show. Like, that was a good, like, when I listened to the Joe Buttons one today, I'm like, damn, that was a good show. That was a damn good show. But, you know, I still, I guess I kind of put that type of pressure on myself to continue and push us in whatever way that I can to make sure that we, we going to keep doing our thing with this. So I was never really into like talk shows and podcasts prior to this. Me either, yo. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like when, when people say, hey, it was a good show, I think, oh. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was a good show. You know, so like I didn't know what a good show sounded like to, you know, for for me, it was basically us structuring our conversations that we would have in our 20s, but we're more mature now and we edit what <laughs> we edit them. But hey, like I said, I'm just appreciative, man. It feels like you have a voice, you know what I'm saying? So when you see some shit that goes down, we can hop up on the microphone and speak on it. If we continue to grow, that means our voice grows too. And hopefully, I know y'all three brothers, I know we're going to do some good with it. So I think the thing that's also uh, <laughs> different for us is so this has got this is going to be a different episode for us anyway because that's also one of the types of feedback i get from people is like they want they want us like they want to hear us they want to they want to get to know us and i'm like yo i feel like y'all do like i feel like we're we we are open but i guess when we get behind the mic i guess we are topic driven whatever we're talking about for that particular show so because y'all used to pee foot in the beginning y'all <laughs> no but i'm saying like uh-huh. Even, even from that, like, I think people know our thoughts, but people feel like they don't know us individually. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. Alex saying what he just said, like, you know, I went dark for a minute. So it kind of brought us all back together. Like, that's something that I guarantee you when people listen to this, they're going to tweak that. You know what I mean? But I've been getting that more often. Like, yo, like, we want to hear y'all experiences. 
You know what I mean? Hearing that y'all two go back to back, go way back to super soakers. People are looking to hear that type of stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's like wow that people want to hear <laughs> that side of us. But hey, I guess it's what comes along with having a fan base or whatever. And that even that even sounds weird to me for me to say like that we have a fan base it was mm-hmm. weird that you know i just did a, a episode with tam and baylor shout out to them and baylor after we finished the show baylor's been podcasting if y'all know i'm talking about I'm talking about baylor the great his show is btg baylor. BT, btg for president baylor's been doing this for a minute and he's dope like he's super dope mm-hmm. and like he's telling me after he's like yo i'm speaking to you as a fan i hold y'all to high regard he was one of the ones that was like, yo, well, we want to see and hear more of y'all experiences. Like, not so much topic, but y'all mm-hmm. experiences, like y'all lives. And, and I guess the episode that we did together was a little different, that people got to hear my story of mm-hmm. grief and losing my parents. So the reaction to that has been, you know, people reaching out. It's been dope. It's been different for people to hear. So, again, like, that's the next phase, I guess, for us, man. People want to know us. And I guess they're interested in how we all met. So if y'all want to, I don't know if y'all want to go into that right now. I know y'all two just say how y'all go way back. I was going to say, that's going to be a challenge for me because, look, uh, Nia will tell you, man, I, I don't volunteer information like that. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she always say, Yo, you, you don't volunteer. No information. I, I, I don't. I, <laughs> I think we should. So I think we should save that for a different episode. Okay. How we okay. all mix. I think that that could be, a, that's going to be on a long, drawn out conversation. Oh, how man. we met. That probably right. needs to be a different episode. People want to connect with us. They want to yeah. hear personal experiences, and that's what that boils down to. Yeah, we I, should save that. Yeah, no, nah, I, I feel the same way, man. I feel as if what I think and where I envision, and you know, why I know the rest of you three brothers feel the same way, and where we take OTR, man. Like I, I really feel as if y'all continue to tune in, man, and everybody else that I said just jumping in, tune in because y'all definitely get a chance to know us personally and to get a chance to witness and to see us and learn more about us. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah, you want to connect with your audience. I mean, and we have an audience. We have a platform. That's what it's all about. You can either use that platform for good. You can use it for bad. You know what I'm saying? We have a platform. Quan, we don't, you know, eventually people are going to find out that you chew your food perfectly 35 times before while you're eating. Like, you know, people don't learn those type things about you. (laughs) Right now, all you guys are looking super smart. Everybody got glasses on now except me. I need to get specs. Alice, you, Alice got the new specs. Yeah. And and just for the record, y'all, he's been wearing specs. Quan got the specs. Parker got a specs. It's time for me to get y'all. Y'all, bro, y'all listen, that pretty, yo. If I didn't have to wear specs, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my, my eyes are pretty. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've had glasses since Sinead was at Towson. I just never really wore them out in public. I always wore my contacts. But when I couldn't see the signs going down to see her sometimes, I'd be like scrunching my eyes up. I had to get that taken care of. I needed I was damn near 24. Shit, Brandon's supposed to be wearing glasses too. I, I, I'm blind as a... You was wearing glasses in high school. Brandon, like... Uh, no, I wore glasses in high school for two weeks. Mike and, said I look like Arthur Ashe and I never wore them again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was the last time I wore glasses. Yeah. Now, well, no, that was yeah. the, that, that was the last time I wore my high school. Then, as an adult, <laughs> I went, I went and got glasses again, and um, <laughs> I, yeah, vision was great. Then Junior was born, and that was the first thing Junior went for every time I held him was my glasses. So he destroyed those, and I didn't get another pair after <laughs> that because I thought he was going to destroy that. those. 
So now, I just never, I never went back. <laughs> class. Now, now Junior is what eight? Junior, <laughs> yeah, Junior's eight. <laughs> so so it's time for me to go back and get my <laughs> eight years. <laughs> one of one of one of our co-hosts wore um fake glasses to homecoming or prom. Was it? If that person wants to speak up. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Yes, I did. Them, 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 them shits was felony, but you know. I, yes, I, I had to I had to wear. I thought I was stunting in them joints. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> little, little, little bit I know. <laughs> on, I gotta they, get my specs, man. <laughs> were they missing the uh were they were they missing the lenses? <laughs> they used to get kind of like dark. We walk outside a little bit, but them shits was fake. Them shits was phony. <laughs> you said baloney. <laughs> Yo, people want to connect with us, right? So maybe this won't take too long. This question, I did bring it up to y'all in the thread, though. We've all seen each other inebriated a time or two or a hundred. <laughs> all right. What's your yeah. what's your worst drunk moment, well, or what's that one alcohol that like just took you there? Or what's, what's want, my personal worst moment? Yeah. Or what's the, what's the worst I've seen y'all in? I mean, or we can do that too. Like what? <laughs> yeah, we that, we that might be funner to do. Like, but speak your <laughs> truth. Oh lord, I have a feeling I'm going to come up in a couple of these stories. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely seen y'all, seen y'all sitting sideways like a Chevy a couple times. <laughs> I say, okay, I shit. Um, you want to go first? No, uh, oh, I want to go first. Um, <laughs> I don't know the drunkest y'all see me, but uh, or the most inebriated you see me, but I'm interested in hearing that. Uh, Quan, <laughs> oh man. Ooh. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I think my most favorite one was was still the one in Hampton, yo. That the one in Hampton. I, I I went to Hampton and Mike was down there with me. Mike went to Norfolk and other places there. Shout out to the Hampton Roads area. And <laughs> Quan, the fellas come down. Quan, he talking shit. Y'all niggas don't know how to drink. Y'all don't know how to drink. Yo, this this how you really do it. And he gets some some Paul Mason, Paul Masson, pours it in a red cup, fills it up. And drinks the thing straight. Like, we're just looking at him like, I don't know why you just did that. And then <laughs> later on, he come up, yo, I think I threw up outside, yo. <laughs> what you mean you think you threw up outside? <laughs> no, nah, he was yeah. like, he was like, first of all, we were in our kitchen. You and I shared an apartment. Quan comes in. Me and you are mixing drinks with the Paul Masson. With the Paul Masson. Okay, so we were broke college students, so we had the gallon jugs of Paul Masson. <laughs> The car comes in like, yo, y'all weak, yo, y'all mixing it, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, yes, Kwan, we are mixing it. Kwan pulls a straight cup. We see Kwan maybe 10 minutes later. Yo comes like, yo, I think I threw up, though. Hey, like, yo, you, you think? Where did you throw up? Well, where? He was like, yo, I think I threw up outside. I was like, oh, all right, I'm cool with that. As long as you ain't throw up in the house. <laughs> Yo, um, now for the right, yo, I have not drunk Paul Masson since then. And that was like 2000. What was that? Oh, what was that? Oh, five? Oh, six? I have not drunk Paul Masson. I have came not out for homecoming? Yeah, we went, yeah, for homecoming. I have not drunk Paul Masson then. But no, I remember we was drinking and I, I do remember saying that. Like, yo, I, yo, y'all, y'all niggas can't drink, yo. I, uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Y'all looking at me like, yeah, okay, all right. An hour later, I just remember E. I remember I was riding the E's car, and you remember how he had the Grand Marquis, so that joint used to just float. <laughs> yeah. you know, I just remember, yo, like, 
<laughs> yo, the, yo, the lights were going in and out. I was like, yo, Eric, yo, I was like, yo, I'm about to throw up. He was like, yo, we we almost at the house. He pulls up. I took like three steps. <laughs> Damn. No, so I came in. I was like, Mike, I think I just I just threw up, yo. He was like, yo, <laughs> he was like, so. <laughs> I was like, all right, yo. <laughs> it just fell out. Oh, it was done. Had to clean that shit up. Oof. I haven't drunk all my songs since. That was my favorite. That, that was my favorite drunk call moment. Uh, Parker, you. Uh, I don't know which one am I going to pick. Um, <laughs> uh, the one that always has me cracking up was back in the day. We used to throw them parties out, Adams Morgan. Oh, Lord. And uh, we was walking back to the car. Man, you was done, yo. You, yeah, 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 you was done. You laid out in the grass, yo. <laughs> we was all done. But you was extra done, son. And we was like, yo, I can't pick them up. <laughs> we just... <laughs> oh, man. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. And, and, and holla, you! I, I, I don't know where we were. <laughs> oh, I don't know Lord. which club or lounge we were at. Uh, but all I, all I picture is you with a drink in your hand, Diddy bopping across. It's like I, I think like a Diddy song came on, <laughs> and you was done. You was done. You, kept, you had a drink in your hand, and one of them Diddy songs came on. Yo, you was Diddy Bop. Yo, yo you Diddy Bop like across the dance floor, <laughs> spilling, his, spilling his whole drink. Every every Diddy Bop, spilling more drink. <laughs> yo, 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 that should be played. I, I, it was like <laughs> had to get through the crowd. Yo, only way to get through it. Mm-hmm. It was like people. The people started clearing the way, yo. It was almost like you was about to do a little exhibition there. That that <laughs> that was my favorite drunk hollow moment. I, I'm done. Who's next? <laughs> uh, my favorite branded drunk moment was Oh we- Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yo, we went to Hampton, yo. <laughs> oh my gosh, yo. We went to that museum. We went to that museum for that party. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was one of the funnest parties I've been to down there. That was homecoming. Yeah, is that the one? That, mm-hmm. Is that is this the one I'm thinking of? Oh yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This is the one. This yeah. is the one. This well, the, this, this, the, this, this, this is a funny store. This is one of the funnest music, museum parts we ever went to, yo. First and foremost, we sitting down drinking and everything, having oh, a good time. No. We all dressed up, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this chick walks by, yo. And she, she has a dress, yo. And her, she, her joy just hanging, yo. <laughs> yo, people so drunk. Yo, he keeps slapping Mike. He's like, yo, Mike. Yo, Mike. Yo, Mike. yo look at her, yo. <laughs> Mike's like, all right, yo, I see you, yo. Yo, I see you, yo. I see you, yo. I remember this. <laughs> yo, she walks back. Yo, I was doing, he's back to his arm like, pop, pop. <laughs> Michael's like, yo, damn, yo, I, I see it, yo, all right, yo. <laughs> so, so that's the first joint. So, the, so like, we all leave and everything. We all get out. It all lets out and everything. So everybody, everybody leaving. So we try to tell him, we try to tell his ass to come on because this bus is out there and shit. So we all in the group or whatever. So we try to tell his ass to come on. Brad is still somewhere in the party. He's so drunk. I mean, he talking to whoever. We get on the bus. 
<laughs> we wound up leaving. Y'all laughing, <laughs> y'all. We thought she was there. We thought she was there. So we get down. So all of a sudden, Michael's like, yo, where the, where, where the fuck is Brandon at, yo? I'm like, I don't, I, I thought he was behind us. I thought he was behind us. 10 minutes later, yo, you come pulling up in a, in a, in a bus full of a whole bunch of females coming out. We like, yo, where the fuck is you at, yo? <laughs> He's like, yo, yo, I don't know. I went up the hill, yo, yo, y'all was gone, yo. Oh man. <laughs> so ultimately, it was a good night. Ultimately, it was a safe night. But you had went off somewhere. Your ass was in the drunkest stupid somewhere, acting like Brandon. No, I remember what happened that night. Remember, we went back. Yo, that might not have been the same night, but I think we went back to some spot. I don't know. It was a hotel party, or whatever. And me and Mike was arguing over uh, Michigan and Notre Dame. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was so drunk, yo. That definitely wasn't the same. Yo, you night. Was the same night? night. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. All you right, never mind. Off, yeah. Oh, you know you what? That, that I think that might have been that was that was the same night when we got back to our hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was that same night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wild. Yo, you was like, yo, all right, yo, yo, go to go to fuck the sleep, yo. Go to sleep, man. <laughs> yo, you were talking shit for like an hour and a half. Yo. I was wilding that night. <laughs> that, that was a that night was wild in itself, to <laughs> say the least. Yeah, it was off the hook. Somebody in the somebody uh, in the crew turned into a credible hawk that night too. Uh oh. Yeah. So, so someone did rip their shirt off. <laughs> yo, yo, that is. A... <laughs> Does somebody want to talk about that story? Does someone actually rip their shirt off and put like like the Incredible Hulk? Well, we've we've had we've had several friends rip their shirts off. At the parties. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're right about that. Speaking of ripping their shirts off, one of my favorite all time drunk moments. <laughs> our our esteemed co-host. So yeah. our listeners our listeners may know Mike as a, a loving husband and father, all around. This good is one guy. of my favorite stories, by the way. <laughs> This this guy. So let, let me set let me set the scene. This early early two thousands, we were going to Howard's. We used to going to Howard's homecoming was a staple for us every year. It was like a it was like our Super Bowl. Howard's homecoming, yo, get ready for this thing. And back then, we used to go to H two O. They had the big tent up outside, Zanzibar right next to it. So you could you got in. You, you basically paid to get in to two clubs plus the tent party back then. That, let Before, me let me jump in. That was the best club <laughs> night of my life. <laughs> we we oh, I believe that night we met up at Brandon's apartment and we drive down to uh our friend Sean and Dayud's apartment and we had a couple bottles of Grey Goose I believe and mm-hmm. Mike got it in his mind to drink a fifth of Grey Goose <laughs> straight down before we go to Howard's homecoming. Mm-hmm. It was now new, it, it was a new flavor too. They had just dropped the orange flavor. <laughs> now. For whatever reason, we let Mike get behind the wheel of a car. Now, <laughs> at this point, we would never do that. But us very much younger, we let him get behind the wheel of a car. We're on our way to the club. Mike starts. At this point, Mike can't drive. He pulls over, lets me take the wheel. <laughs> we, not that I was any any more sober, but I take the wheel. We get to the line that goes to the tent for Zanzibar and H2O. Anyone that's been to Howard's Homecoming, particularly the early 2000s, knows the line used to be a party in itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, we in the line, and Mike is like super drunk. Now, Mike was stunting that night, and if I recall correctly, <laughs> Mike had on a canary yellow button-up shirt. 
<laughs> and he he was he was Mike was leaning. I mean, the, the goose that caught up to him. And at the time, the, the young lady I was dating, she happened to be in line also, and she was like, "They're not gonna let your friend in the club. He's just he's way too drunk." <laughs> so somehow we maneuver Mike to get him in the club safely, so that no one knows he's too inebriated. But by the end of that night, Mike was tossed. I'm talking about. <laughs> also to the point where we get back to the car and i think i might have drove home i think brandon was in brandon were you in the back seat no mike was in the i was in the car mike was in the car that. maybe kwan you might have been in the car and we mike had a car had, we had a car full yeah, yeah mike, i'm not sure if i was even there that night but this he is was one there, of the yeah. ass stories i think heard. he was there mike gets I it in his um, mind to literally rip open his shirt like hulk hogan his canary yellow <laughs> button up that he had just bought the night before Rip it off like Hulk Hogan, like, and he throws it out the window in DC. Every time I drive down to DC, down on M Street, I look for it up in the trees to see if it's still blowing in the wind. First of all, first of all, he's not telling the full story why I ripped it off. Okay, first of all, there was no, there was no ripping it off. I took it off like a normal person does. Nah, yo, that's that's not the way I heard it went down, man. I heard you ripped your shirt off and we yelled. You know, you were trying to yell at some some other chicks in another car. No, 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 no. And then you, yo, we wanted to show off the eighteen inch pythons. (laughs) We was in the whip. We was walking back to the car. Oh, and uh, we got to the car, and then I realized, like, yo, dang, yo, I got a hole in my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna tell this story, yo? You, you literally—that's what you was thinking, yo. Yo, I had a hole in my shirt, and that's why I took the shirt off. And when we started driving, I threw it out of the window. Simply, hey, hey, people, if you are listening to this. <laughs> when we post this on Twitter, you got to reply whether you believe Mike's story right now. <laughs> yeah. Yo. You had a fifth of goose before you even left the crib. God knows how many drinks inside the crib. And by the end of the night, you talk about, yo, I got a hole in my shirt. Man, you ain't yo. giving a shit all night. What, yo, your shirt, you could have been without a shirt all night. You would have gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the best <laughs> club experience. The best night of party oh, in my party. life. That, that yo, that night was lit, as the young people say nowadays. That shit was popping. Yeah. Yo, H two O was like. I just, I just remember like, that night, yo. You was pouring water on me, like. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, he lost it. He was nuts that night. <laughs> yeah, yo, I was like, yo. Oh. He was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> hey, yo. No, yo, when Mike when Mike get tossed like that, yo, he get aggressive, yo. Wait, yeah, my bad, yo. I want to go off on a tangent, yo, but that shit is funny. When I'm drunk like that, I start professing my love, like, yo, remember when you let me borrow a quarter, yo, in fourth grade? Yo, I love you for that, yo. That's what you was doing that, yo. That night we was at Adams Morgan, yo. I don't even think we had threw a party that night. I think we was just we was at the bar drinking. I remember it was pitches of beer. We had I don't know how many pitches of beer. Yo, you we was at the bar, Mike. I love you, yo. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured I would come up in a few of these stories. I'm trying to think. I think let's see. My favorite, my favorite of Brandon was probably. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Nah, oh, uh, I don't even remember these. Man, yo, it's so many. 
Were you with us that night? We went to um, Dream with Sean. Oh, and Sean was buying all them, all them yeah. bottles of champagne. Yeah, 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 <laughs> bro. Then you you was in the uh then we had to then we had to pry you out of the, the detox room. Nah, I ain't never been in the detox room. Oh, I think that's well, Alex. Alex was in the Alex has been a member of the detox room, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rough night, bro. That was a wild, wild night. Uh, yeah, what what, what is do. the detox room like? I've never been in a detox room. Yeah, what's it? Yeah, what's it look like? I mean, it was it was just like the back of the club. It was wild because it, it was Sean that night. It was me, Sean, Dayu, and Eric that night. And Sean, we get in there, and it's like two for one Long Islands. That I think it was still Dream. Yeah, it was a two for one Long Islands. It was the last night that Dream was Dream before they were converting it to Love. We had been drinking, but like Dayu and E weren't drinking as much. And Sean was like, "It was two for ones. You wanted to drink the other one?" I'm like, yeah. And you know, Sean kept buying and buying. And Sean was so drunk they tried to take him to the detox room. So they took him to the detox room. I asked, "Can I go with them?" They're like, yeah. I went with them to keep an eye on them. And then the bouncers down there, they were like, I asked, got to go to the bathroom. And they said, yeah. So they were letting me go back and forth. And then there was like one of the club managers was in this this like stairwell. And I tried to walk by him and he bumped me. And I think he didn't think I was allowed to leave. He thought I was like being held in a detox. And I was like, no, nah, my friend is. And the dude said I can go back and forth. And then like there was some scrappling. <laughs> Next thing I know. He's telling Mark Barnes that I put him in a chokehold, and I'm like, yo, look at him and look at me. Like, come on, that he's he's a like he's he was like six feet four or something like that. And so like I remember like Mark Barnes like he had me come up to like the loft part where like his section of the club was at. He was like, man, the, the manager got a hard on for you right now. I got to kick you out the club. So Damn. me and Sean got kicked out the club. Technically, we got banned for life from love from Dream. And then we get in the car and our other two friends proceed to get in an argument over who allowed Sean to get so drunk and how all that happened. And, uh, and then the following weekend, I was back when it turned into love. And I was ducking and making sure nobody recognized me. But. I think my favorite of Brandon was in Cancun. Had to be oh, Cancun. Lord. We went to Cancun, yo. Oh, no. And you were so drunk, yo. That so when Brandon get drunk, Brandon start Brandon start joking you. He starts starting shit like he did with me. We arguing about Notre Dame, Michigan. I don't know what he was doing, but he was irking the shit out of no. I know what he was. So one of our friends, well, he'll remain. Yeah, he was he was kissing this chick in the club in Cancun. Right, <laughs> that same laugh that you hear from Brandon right now. <laughs> Brandon kept. Yeah. Laughing at this dude about the chick he kissed. <laughs> so the friend kept denying, like, yo, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Now we all seen <laughs> we seen him kissing this girl. Now, this friend of ours is pretty, pretty big dude, you know. So it's like, all right, whatever, yo, you got it. If you, you say you ain't kissing, you ain't kissing. But we seen it. Brandon continued to remind him that he did kiss her. So we ended oh, up <laughs> We ended up the rest of that night having to keep our friend off of Brandon. Because <laughs> Brandon had pissed him off so bad. All right, uh, Pitchy. <laughs> All right. All right, so, so the next day, you know, we wake up in Cancun, Mexico. And like, I was like, yo, such and such is about to fuck you up, yo. He was like, no, he wasn't, yo. We was just playing. And he was like, yes, I was, Brandon. 
Yeah, yeah. He was about uh, to snap you in half, yo. You had. Uh, I think Quan, my favorite boy, Brandon. No, I was about to say. I thought. I thought you were going to tell the one when I was, uh, quote unquote, slapping glass. Yeah, I was. I was, yeah, it was between those two. Was, okay, okay, that's what I thought you was getting ready. But that was the same night, the same place. Oh, it was. Yes, yes, yes. He okay. Next, he, we next caught story. him kissing the girl that she was slapping glass. <laughs> And that's what you were teaching him about. <laughs> so with Quan, I think Quan, my favorite story with Quan is probably when we went to same club love one night. And Quan was like on his diddy. Quan was diddy that night. <laughs> oh wow. Quan was he just Albert that night. So I'm like, yo, Quan, we up in there, we chilling, we drinking. We see, you know, this this pretty young thing on the floor. I'm like, yo, Quan, yo, she looking at you, yo. Like, yo, she on you, yo, she on you. Hyping him up, letting him know, like, yo, she on him. Yo, she was dancing with this dude. Quan was so drunk, but so fresh that night, he didn't give a shit. Quan <laughs> pointed at her and did the one finger wave to come in. And yo, she literally walked off from that dude and came wow. over the court. And I was like, damn, all right, that's how it is tonight. I feel you, I see you, bro. And I mean, it was like that the whole night for Quan. Like, I'm like, all right, yo, shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a lot of henny flowing that night, dog. <laughs> a lot of henny flowing that night. Uh, I, yes. I somewhat remember it, but I I definitely remember we was up there. Oh, you remember that? You remember that? That's a that's a once in a lifetime type <laughs> story. You remember pointing to a girl that was dancing with a dude and pointing and telling her to waving her over to you, and she stopped with dancing with that guy and came over to you. Okay. Okay. How does it feel, Quan? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I, like I said, it was a lot of it was a lot of henny flowing and a lot of dark flowing that night. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely remember. I definitely remember. I gave it. A, I gave it a finger, and you know, I honestly, I didn't believe that she would actually come over there. <laughs> oh, um, you, you did it with confidence. You knew she was coming. You'll do that unless you know they coming. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, that was a wild night. I definitely, I definitely do remember that night. Yeah, yeah. I had you with me though, so I was confident. So, yo, <laughs> she was standing at corn. I was like, yo, corn, yo, she on you. Like, yeah, I know yeah. she, she dancing with dude, but she on you. Corn was like, who her over there? I'm like, yeah, right there. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> that, that, that's how I found. <laughs> her over there. Her over there. Yeah, yeah, her right there. It was on and popping from that from that point on. Y'all are funny. But, yeah, I mean, I, you know what? Now that you said this, now that we did this, we're going to have to do an episode going a little deeper into this type of shit, explaining how we met, all of that type of thing. But I did want to ask you all one question before we go, since we're speaking on the 50th episode. Do you guys have a favorite episode that we've done? And if you do, which one is it? Mm. Mm. Man, I love all our episodes. But the favorite one. I'm, favorite, I, if, you, if you had a favorite one, which one would it be? It's hard, man, because, you know, I remember we discussed this a while back and I said it was the Black Fathers. But every time we come up with new content, man, and I love every every one of them. I think every one of them are, are my favorites. But the most recent one, I'll, I'll say the most recent favorite one I have. Is what? Probably the Master P one. Okay. Okay. Mm. I can see that Probably for you. Master P episode. <laughs> what about you, B? I kind of like them all, man. Especially the ones 
like our most recent ones. Like for me at this point, it's not even so much the content. I get enjoyment now just listening to edits, <laughs> to be honest with you, and the audio quality of the episodes. So I've listened to episodes like differently now, but every time, like Alex said before, every time we put something out, it's like, you can tell that we're getting progressively better. I've enjoyed every episode I've been on, even on topics where I was like, man, I'm probably not going to say too much on this because... I just don't know. Or I don't care. But I mean, after we put it on wax and then you tap that thing back, like I've re-listened to every last one of our episodes. I can't pick a favorite. You know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Joe Budden one, the last one we did. I think it was a very strong showing for us as far as audio quality, as far as content flow. And it's what people wanted to hear, man. I'll go with Joe Budden. What about you, Alan? I don't really have a favorite one. I think like the earlier ones are like, I think pretty funny. Like the man weave joint. It's still kind of hilarious fun. to me. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like the cr- the crown was flowing. Like we were just like laughing. Like that was a funny episode to me. That's probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah. I mean, I'm with y'all. I think I enjoyed all of them. I listened to them all back. I think, you know, I, I've gone into a couple of them thinking like, all right, this, I mean, it's going to be all right, but it might not be my favorite and they all turned out being good. But I'm going to say, if I had to choose, I'm going to say probably, I'm going to say our first mashup. The joint we did with diapers and haircut. It was the it was the unknown, you know, with some, some brothers that we talked to via the net. Cool dudes listened to their show, but we just didn't know how it would work out. And I think it ended up turning out to be super dope. And we had a good time doing that. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that one. I'm gonna say the diapers and haircuts one. And then I'm gonna say some of the, the more recent ones that we've done. I, I did like the COVID and youth sports with Kurt and Jaren, the joint with Rel, with your brother Quan with Rel Battle and Lou. So yeah, I'll say those. I'll say they're my favorite. Those are my favorite. The one for Flip for me as well, man. Yeah, Flip was good. I forgot about that one. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah that one for me, school wise and, and HBCU wise, to, for us to be able to have that particular episode, that meant that meant the world as far as one of the landmarks, as far as episodes, as far as what we've created. That for me, that episode, my brother. That was a great episode as well, being able to have family on and talk about what we've encountered and the things we go through now. And that was an amazing episode, too. That was great, man. So we've had some fun, man. Yeah, I guess if I had to choose one other than Joe, but I, I think I would say Malicious Mother Syndrome because I think it was kind of like a turning point for us. Yeah. I think at that time we were really talking like, all right, if we really going to do this, we're going to have to start improving the quality of our content. Yeah, that was like a turning point for us right there, I think. Yeah. Well, fellas, y'all got anything in closing? Shit, man. Happy 50th. Let's keep rolling. What about you, B? Thank you all out there who are listening. Uh, Shout outs to everyone who, you know, who's giving us time, trying to show that love right back. What about you, Alex? Nothing on my end, man. Here's the 50 more. I was going to say the same thing, man. Let's do 50 more. Let's keep getting better. Salute to y'all, man. Hey, 50. No matter what people say, 50 episodes, us getting together consistently to make that happen, that's a milestone. Yeah, that's an accomplishment. That's a milestone in itself. So, yeah, pat yourselves on the back, man. Y'all brothers working hard. I appreciate y'all, man, for, you know, getting behind this thing. And I know at one point in time, I was running full, head, full steam ahead because this, this was new and it was a hobby for me. So, I appreciate y'all supporting that for me as well. You're getting behind me and keeping this shit going. So shout out to Off The Record Podcast, man. 50 episodes and 50 more coming. Word. Keep it going. Let's keep it going. Hey, hey y'all really want to know about us? Make sure you check out that Spill It episode. Holla. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, I forgot about that. Shout out to the yeah, ladies that spill it. Well, here's the 50 more, folks, man. You've been listening to Off the Record. We're out. Peace. Peace.